welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Well, I want to say a huge welcome to River Valley Church again here and everybody watching online. If you're in the room, can we welcome all of our campuses joining with us right now, including online around the world, all of our missionaries. We love you. Welcome to church. And uh, hey, we're going to celebrate just uh, real quick because last weekend across all of our locations and around the world, we saw over 800 people give their lives to Jesus Christ. Adults, children, making a decision to follow him. Come on, let's give God a little bit of praise that the family of God is expanding. Death to life. Today we are talking about the testimony. The testimony, your testimony, our testimony, how we should live as Christ followers, living our testimony out and sharing our testimony. The song we sang at each one of our locations, Thank You, Lord, the River Valley Worship Song. If you've not heard that song before, you can check it out anywhere you can find music. It's called Thank You, Lord. It starts by saying, I am one of many countless testimonies saved by grace through faith, not on my own. We're gonna read that from the Bible in Ephesians chapter two. Let's go there together right now. Verses one through 10. Talking about the testimony. And you were dead in trespasses and sin in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. This is our testimony. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Total life transformation. This is our testimony going from death to life. The title of this message today is countless testimonies. Let's pray one more time. Lord, we thank you for your presence here today. You are with us here in this room at each one of our locations and around the world online. Lord, I thank you that you are in the business of changing lives, that it was by your will you came to save us, to transform us, to make us new. We were dead in our trespasses. And today we're alive and well, not because of our good doing or hard trying or our accolades, but because God, you came to the rescue. 
I thank you for the countless testimonies that are listening to the sound of my voice. Countless testimonies. Let us be the light to the world, testifying that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. I pray this in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. Normally in the message right now is where I would tell a humorous story. But I feel, I feel overwhelmed to just worship the Lord. Think about what we just read. Think about who you were before Jesus. Think about what our sin deserved. Yet God saved us. While we were dead, he made us alive. And this is going to be goofy with no music behind me. This is an old song, and it's just coming out of my spirit. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. And I could search for all eternity long and find that there is none like you. Can we give him praise? We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's what should well up from within us. While you're by yourself, when you're with your family, when you're in your homes, when you're gathered in small groups, when you're gathered in the workplace, when you're on your lunch break, when you're in your car, what should come up out of you is the realization that I've got a testimony and his name is Jesus Christ. No one else could transform me. Nobody else could free me. Nobody else could deliver me. Nobody else could forgive me. Nobody else could make me new. Nobody else could open the door to eternity in heaven. But Jesus Christ, we're talking about the testimony. Let's define it real quick. We're gonna continue. Testimony is defined as this, a declaration of truth or fact made by a witness. It's also as evidence of something, evidence of something, or a public profession of beliefs or experience. As a side note, next week at all of our locations, you can give a public profession of your faith by going through the waters of baptism. And if you're not registered, if you've never done that, but you've given your life to Christ, get water baptized next weekend. You're gonna join countless others, countless testimonies saying, I've given my life to Christ and I'm proud about it. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm going down in the water symbolizing my old life is gone. I'm coming up out of the water symbolizing my new life in Christ is here, water baptisms. In the New Testament, the word for testimony is marturion. It's a noun and the verbal form means testimony or witness. It is the word from which we get the word martyr. Testimony, witness, martyr. One could say that martyrdom is the highest ultimate form 
of testimony. John the Baptist, Jesus's cousin, was both a witness, a testifier, and a martyr. As the forerunner of the Messiah, his mission was to bear witness to the light and identify the Lamb of God. John 1, 6 through 8 says this, and there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify, to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. That is what testimony means. I'm gonna live all in for Jesus Christ. Who I am in Christ, I'm gonna live it out. It's how I'm gonna talk, it's how I'm gonna think, it's how I'm gonna act, it's, how, it's, it's, gonna, be, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a part of every fiber of my being, the testimony. And what testimony are you living out today? Those of you who are saved, are you living out what is true for you? Are you being a faithful witness? Or are you being a false witness saying, I've been saved, yet I buckle under temptation, or I buckle under peer pressure, or I buckle under timidity, or shame, or I'm not as confident. No, I wanna be a faithful witness and bold and courageous to live out my true testimony. The definition, we are gonna be witnesses, even if it costs us our life. Point number one, we are people of the testimony. We are the people of the testimony. Think about it, in the Old Testament, the people of God, they had the 10 commandments. Exodus 31 verse 18 says this, and God gave to Moses, when he had finished speaking with him on Mount Sinai, the two tablets of the testimony. Did you know the 10 commandments were called the tablets of the testimony? Tablets of stone written with the finger of God. Not only are the tablets, the 10 commandments called the tablets of the testimony, but also the Ark of the Covenant. What housed the two tablets was also called the Ark of the Testimony. Exodus 25, 22 says this, there I will meet you and from above the mercy seat from between the two cherubim that are on the Ark of the Testimony, I will speak with you about all that I will give you in commandment for the people of Israel. Not only was it the two tablets and not only was it the ark, but also the tabernacle. As God gave directions for the tabernacle, that was called the tabernacle of the testimony. Exodus 38, 21. These are the records of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony. As they were recorded at the commandment of Moses, the responsibility of the Levites under the direction of Ithmar, the son of Aaron the priest. Now that's Old Testament, the people of God, the people of the testimony, but the same pattern is true in the New Testament for the church of Jesus Christ. Follow me. The commandment was not written on the tablets of stone into the New Testament. Instead, it's written on your heart by the same finger of God. Hebrews 8.10, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. The law of the testimony now it's not the 10 commandments, but it is the new commandment, which is how we should live our lives. The new testimony is this, John 13, 34 and 35 from Jesus. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I've loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Not only 
does he write it on your heart, the testimony, but also the Holy Spirit now lives in you, the temple of God. So no longer is it on two tablets, it's on your heart. No longer is it in a box, but now it is the temple of who you are. God has put the testimony inside of you. And no longer just a tabernacle and no longer just Israel being the people of God, the corporate testimony to the world, but now the church of Jesus Christ is the corporate testimony saying Jesus Christ is the one true God, the one way, the one truth, and the one life. This is the testimony. Jesus is our only testimony, by the way. You don't have another one. And if you don't have Jesus, you don't have a testimony. There's no, I was this, and then I became this. When you're still dead in your trespasses. Only in Jesus Christ do you get the one true testimony. And the people of God had the testimony of Jesus Christ. The people of God today, we've got the testimony of Jesus Christ. And if we're the people of God, number two is this. Then testify. Woo! Kind of want to sing that elevation song. Come on, if we are the people of the testimony, we should have no problem testifying. Not just with your words, but with the way you live your life. 1 John 5, 6 through 12, this is a little bit of scripture here. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He came fully God and fully man. Not by the water only, but by water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies. Think about that. The Spirit is the one who testifies. We, I mean, we, if the Spirit is testifying, how much more should we be testifying? Because the Spirit is truth. If the Holy Spirit lives in me, how much more should I testify? For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, the blood, and these three agree. If we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater for this is the testimony of God that he has born concerning his son. Whoever believes in the son of God has the testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has born concerning his son. And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have the son of God does not have life. Think about it. Everything else is testifying. Nature, God's creation is testifying the glory of God. The angels are testifying that God is real, that there is one true God. And even God himself testifies. The Father to the Son, the Son to the Father, Son to the Spirit, Spirit to the Son, to the Father about us. Woo! <laughs> Hebrews 2, 3 and 4. How shall then we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord and it was attested to us by those who heard while God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Your life changes God testifying the truth about himself. God is testifying through you and so will you also testify. Will you be a faithful witness or with how you live your life will you be a false witness? When I was 11 years old, I had uh, one of the greatest summers of my life. Played baseball, and we had an amazing coach. 
and his name was Tim Matz, and he was twice our age, 22. I just remember that because I thought it was cool. You're twice as old as us. You know, this is crazy. And at the end of baseball practices, he would get out his bat. I mean, this was a big bat. And uh, he would take some pitches from the team, and he would just smoke home runs. I mean, it was, um, I mean, there's no greater feeling than an 11-year-old throwing a pitch to a 22-year-old, and he's just stepping up to the plate and just cranking them out of the park. I mean, this is awesome. And we were with all of our best friends this summer, and we had a great baseball team. And at the end of the season, our coach said, hey, I want to give my bat to somebody. I want to give it as a gift. And he said, Kirk, I want you to have this bat. And I remember that moment as an 11-year-old kid. I'm 33 now. I remember that moment thinking, man, I, I lose things all the time. <laughs> and I started to feel like I'm going to screw this. If he gives this to me and we're going to play next summer, I'm going to lose this bat. And so as an 11-year-old kid, I said, I can't accept the gift in front of the whole team. So I gotta give it, you got to give it to somebody who's not going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. And so he said, okay. <laughs> Gave it to somebody else. I appreciate everybody laughing at me. It's a painful story. Here's the point. I... I was not living as a faithful witness, testifying about who I am. There's people in this room and under the sound of my voice all around the world that you have been transformed by the power of Jesus Christ, yet you still think, man, I'm forgetful. Man, I've, I've got anxiety issues. I got, I, I'm dealing with sleep issues. I, you know, I can't, I, you know, I'm not gonna be, I'm, I've never been able to forgive before. Or man, when anger gets a little, I, I start to get a little bit angry. And you're living, you're not living your testimony. What Jesus has actually done in your life. And this message to encourage you, I wish I could tell my 11-year-old self saying, listen, you've lost some things before. But you've been transformed by the power of God. The Holy Spirit lives in you. And he can give you the ability just to receive a gift. And hold on to it tight. I just want to encourage like my little boy self. And I want to encourage you today. That you are more than a conqueror. That no weapon formed against you will prosper. That greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That he's got plans of a vision and a hope and a future for your life. You are called according to his purposes. That you can take the, your thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. You can be filled with the spirit of God. The gifts of God. The fruit of the spirit. Listen, we've all got tendencies. We are all fallen. We're born of the flesh. We're born of stony hearts, but we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We can be made new and you can be made new. Live as a faithful witness, as a testifier of what God has done. It's living in faith. It's what it's all about. I'm not living based on my former mistakes. I've been changed from death to life. So testify with how you live your life and with how you speak. We are the people of the testimony, so testify. Last point before we close is we, if we are the people of the testimony, then we must prophesy. Revelation 19.10 says this. 
Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. This is John about to worship an angel. But the angel said to me, you must not do that. I'm a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. And here's the point. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. What does that mean? How do I understand that? It means that when you share your testimony, when you tell of what Jesus has done for you and what he's done in your life, the person that is the hearer on the other side of that, what do they hear? They hear a prophetic word over their life that if Jesus has done it in you, then he is able to do it in me. How do we share our faith? How do we become better evangelists? How do we win our neighbors and our family? Easiest low-hanging fruit is to share what Jesus has done in your life. You can read Ephesians 2 and just say, that happened to me. And if you wanna get more specific, you can get more specific. If they're an atheist, if they're antagonistic, if they hate God, if they're far from God, if they've done the worst thing on planet earth, whether they like it or not, the Holy Spirit no longer lives in the Holy of Holies, but in your heart written by the finger of God. And as you testify, you prophesy and they are hit with the Holy Spirit, whether they like it or not. The presence of God is there as you testify and as you prophesy. The testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. And right now is the right time for the testimony. Right now is the right time for the testimony. 1 Timothy 2, 5 and 6. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men. The man Jesus Christ. Who gave himself as a ransom for all. Which is the testimony given at the proper time. I'm telling you. That was the proper time and we are living in the aftermath. It is still the proper time to testify about Jesus Christ, to share with those that Jesus has totally changed me, made me new, and I am a person of the testimony. We're getting ready to close and as the keys come and we'll wrap up at every campus. I just wanna encourage every campus in closing every service to share a testimony of what God has done at the campus, in our church. There are countless testimonies of what God has done. Countless testimonies of life change. Countless testimonies of salvation. And if you're new to our church, if you're new in this environment, you can be one of those testimonies. At the end of the service, every single location, you're gonna have an opportunity saying, man, I don't have a testimony because I don't have Jesus. You can get it today. Today is the proper time. We're going to close. Here we go. Revelation 12, 11. And they have conquered him, the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives even until death. Martyrdom, testimony, witness, even if it costs us our life. By the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. The song, Thank You, Lord, 
says, you turn my shame into glory. What, what's my testimony? Beyond Ephesians 2, death to life. The way that I love to close is I'm going to read a list. Really common things in life. And if, if one of these things is true for you, I'm going to ask that here and at every campus that you stand to your feet. If this is your transformation, if this is you, I'm already standing because I know the list and I'm on almost all of them. I've been addicted, I've been depressed, I've been bulimic, I've been arrested, I've, I've lost a child. I, 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 you know, we've, like, we all live life on this side. Yet I've been free, I've been delivered, I've been made new. He's restored unto us. I've experienced the, the oil of his gladness. So if this is you, here and at every campus, would you stand to your feet? By the word of your testimony, by the word of your testimony, you will have victory and you will overcome. If it's you, you've experienced this. This is your testimony. You've had shame turn into glory. You can stand up. If you had a stone, a, a heart, uh, a heart of stone that's been turned to flesh, you can stand up. If you were controlling, but now you're trusting, stand up. If you were angry, now you're self-controlled. If you were barren, but now you're a mother. If you were bitter, now you're forgiving. Rejected, now accepted. Rebellious, now a leader. Destructive, now a builder. Deceptive, now integrous. Condemned, but now forgiven. Confused, but now clarity of mind. Addicted, now sober-minded. In bondage, but now set free. Dealing with witchcraft and in a cult, now baptized in the Holy Spirit and operating in the gifts. Afraid, but now courageous. Stressed, but now peaceful. Prideful, now humble. Idolatrous and covetous, now a worshiper of the one true God. A liar, but now a truth teller and prophetic. Paranoid, but now secure. Perverse, but now cleansed. Legalistic, now grace-filled. Selfish, now generous. Tormented, now delivered. Doubtful, now assured. Poor, now rich. Profane now purified, sick, now healed. I was lost, but now I've been found. I was blind, but now I see. I was dead in my trespasses, but I've been made alive by Christ. Can we give God praise here and everywhere? Everybody stand to your feet. Everybody stand up. Come on, give God some praise and say, thank you, Lord. You have transformed my life. We are people of the testimony. We will testify. We will prophesy. And we're going to practice on earth what we're going to do for all eternity and worship you Jesus so Lord I thank you that you are here right now and there are people that need to be set free they want the testimony of what I just read they want that they're living in the agony they're living in the torment they're living in the lostness they're living in confusion Lord would you set them free right now there are people dead in their sin and there's no amount of hard trying or good doing that can pull them up out of that there's no way they can't forgive themselves until you forgive them and make them clean 
You put them back in right standing. Lord, I pray that you would draw every person, every person as I say amen, and there's an opportunity to respond to the gospel message. Lord, I pray that you would draw them to say, yes, today is the day of salvation, and let each of us live as a faithful witness to testify of the goodness of Jesus Christ. I pray this in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen.